0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good night to my hungry athletes worldwide. I am your coach Chaz. Follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-C-H-C-H-A-Z-Z. I'm in your room. I'm in your car. We on the bus. We walking toward our future. We are on our way to work towards our future. Here we are, day by day, working to become better athletes and students of life. Let's get to business. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, my people. It's glad to talk to you guys again. This is Coach Chaz coming to you once again. Um, today is June 1st. So we're officially six months down in 2020. Thank the Lord. Let's clap it up. Clap, 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 snap, snap, snaps! all that. So what I want to get to you guys is um, it's going to be a short message, but I think it's a really important message just to get out there. Um, yesterday... Um, June 3rd, not June 31st, May 31st of 2020, um, Boston, Massachusetts, we had a protest, a Black Lives Matter protest that went on in the city. And so I think there's two things I should note before I talk about this protest. Um, one is that this protest particularly wasn't quote unquote sponsored by Black Lives Matter. And so there was a protest at 330 Earlier in the day, the protest began at 6.30 p.m. And the protest um, happened initially after the Black Lives Matter protest, where it was a peaceful protest, and people got together, and people had spoke. And there was a clear objective as to what was happening. And so, yesterday, Mr. Chaz garrow basically me, Um, me along with four, five other friends, we went downtown. We went to Dudley Station. Um, Dudley Station is in New York. I mean, not New York. It's in Boston. Um, they call it Nubian Square now. For those of you who aren't familiar with Boston and you're, you come to Boston recently, it's Nubian Square, Dudley. But from there, the people of Boston, we continue to walk from Dudley Square towards the State House, which is about downtown around Park Street. In Boston Massachusetts and this walk um, was very massive very massive very collective a lot of people in the city of Boston end up coming out I-, I guarantee you was over it-, it definitely was over 10,000 people much over 10,000 people were there <clears throat> in solidarity for the people who have lost their lives to police brutality and so I want us to just think real quick just to pause we're fighting because We've been going through police brutality since the beginning of this country. We've been going through brutality since we got here in this country, since they stole us from our land, since they brought us here on boats, tight boats, where we were disease ridden, we were killed off, we were forced to use the bathroom next to each other, we weren't given any freedom, we weren't given any justice, and so now, 300 400 years later, 400 years later, officially, 400 years later, we are demanding justice. We are demanding justice for what we are going through, what we have been going through. And so I want you to think about if a wolf keeps on attacking sheep's family. And for generations, the predators, wolf, and the sheep have been being taken, have been being eaten, just destroyed, being taken advantage of. Um, and For generations. And so, is the sheep violent for retaliating? Is the sheep inhumane? Or is the sheep not a sheep? Because it decides to fight back. And I want you to know that black people are not sheep. We are not sheep. We have built a backbone to this country. We are the backbone of this country. And this country will fail Without black people. And so, the title of today's message, though it's pretty deep in the podcast already, is The 2020 Protester. The 2020 Protester, I'm mad at you. I'm mad at the 2020 Protester. I'm mad that we feel comfortable, so comfortable, to just go out here and just have blatant photo shoots. It's literally blatant photo shoots. People are going out here to put their photos on the internet to just say they were a part of history. Not to actually change it, but to say they were a part of it. They don't come through. They don't come with that hunger. They don't come with that fire in them. They don't come with the experience of having to be behind a a police cruiser or having the experience of being on the floor for no reason. Having a cop put their knee towards your neck or having a cop tell you to go on the floor having a cop tell you to stand still put your hands up they don't understand that pain they don't understand that and so the 2020 protester they they're only they're only acting within their knowledge they're acting within their knowledge they go to a place they report so this is our attitude we go to a place and we report we go to a place and we report in boston last night There were undercover cops, and these undercover cops aren't necessarily innocent. These people aren't innocent. They were helping incite the violence. They were helping to get us angry. They were helping to push us towards breaking those windows, breaking those trash cans, breaking those fences. If you are the 2020 protester, I'm asking you, why? Why? Why, if we're fighting for not having police brutality, if we're fighting for equal opportunities, why would people burn trash cans? Why would people break into jewelry stores? Why are people inciting violence from the police officers? The message is skewed. The message is so skewed. They want you to do that. They want you to get angry. They want you to pick a fight with the police. The police are armed. police are strapped. police got the National Guard. You don't have the National Guard. They called the National Guard on us last night. We were stuck in downtown. There was a barrier. Police made a barrier around downtown. We could not leave through MBTA, which is the bus system. We couldn't leave through buses. Buses weren't running. And so we were trapped. And so what happens to trapped people that feel feel threatened? What happens to people who feel trapped and they feel threatened? They're going to want to fight back. And that's the premise of it. That is the biggest premise of it. They've been waiting for this. They've been waiting for us to get agitated. They've been waiting for this to happen. And you know my response? Educate yourself. Please, educate yourself. This is not the first revolution to happen in the world. I heed people. Read. Read about the Haitian Revolution. Read about the Boston Tea Party, which is nothing like this. Haitian Revolution is nothing like this, because all of us are complacent. People are saying this was a good protest. It's not a good protest. That was not a good protest. Any of these protests aren't good. We're breaking stuff that doesn't matter. We're breaking things that have insurance. You know what that means? You can break it all you want. It don't matter. It don't matter. They got insurance for that. They're insured. They're good. Target's insured. Those stores are good. But do you know what's not good? The families that lost their sons. Families that lost their fathers. Their mothers. Their daughters. All to police brutality. And people don't see. There are some things in the system. That just aren't necessary. If we could all keep ourselves accountable. If we could all hold our siblings. Hold our cousins. Hold our friends. Sons and daughters. If we could hold them accountable. Look out for our family. Before everything. Look out for our family before everything. We don't need police. We don't need police. Roam around the streets with guns and batons. We don't need police taking away our family. We don't need those people. We don't. And I'm sorry if you're a cop and you're hearing this, but we don't. And you know it. Keep your people safe first. If you look out for your people, and if you do your best and lead a great example, you shouldn't have to worry about that. I don't want my mom worried about me being out there in the streets. I'm good. I know I'm good. I know my people around me are good. But what is not good is people who get influenced by the mob mentality. And there's a lot of history about the mob mentality. There's a lot of history about that. And so, like I said, I heed you to learn. The 2020 protester, I heed you to learn. I heed you to get off the news. Don't listen to the news. Listen to people who have first-hand accounts. That's what really matters. That's what really matters. People don't understand. This is sad, man. This is sad. This is sad. To go back home to this, to go back home after this protest and know that nothing really changed, man. Nothing really changed except a couple stores got broken. That's it. That's all it is. And People who care more about the looting, think about your priorities. Think about your priorities. Honestly. That's all I wanted to say for today. I'm sorry if it was a little more, you know, not uplifting, but I want you to know, life. Life's going to kick you. Life's going to push you down. And if you're not from the Americas, if you're not a, a black person, if you're not, you know, from the city of Boston, I want you to understand that we're fighting. I want you to understand that we're hurting. We've been hurting for generations. And it's up to us. It's up to you. It's up to me. To lead by example. And to do the best that we can as individuals. And lead good lives. So I appreciate you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate you for even just taking the time to finish the podcast. Share this podcast with your friends. Leave a review. I'm so very thankful for you. Peace. I want to thank you